0: fellow humanauts, and Capitan here. What the H? Coming at you November 2021. With me as always is the unflappable, unprogrammable, mode Locrius Sloak.
1: I've always said, on Capitan. Well, you would.
0: (laughs) You're just the kind of guy. You know, I find people from the blockchain tend not to know how to pronounce my name properly. I don't know if it's just a side effect from living on the blockchain for too long. Anyway, it's it's really really more of a mystery to me. But uh, anyway, we're ending up our three-part trilogy entitled Alex Jones, am I right? That's right. The one and only Alex Jones, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up on this episode... And uh, we got plenty to talk about, so we'll kind of jump right in. Mo, what are your thoughts at this uh, particular juncture?
1: Well, my main thoughts are wrap it up. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see if that gets wrapped up. We
0: now now again. not
1: to wrap things t- up.
0: Right. Now, of course, this does not mean that we will not be speaking of Alex Jones in the future. What we're saying is this particular series of... <laughs> Uh, the three episodes that we're naming Alex Jones. Am I right? Uh, It'll be wrapped up. This will be the last one we'll be doing What we're saying
1: is at the end of this episode, we will be finished with this episode. <laughs> That's right. There won't be any more words.
0: No. Not on this episode, anyway.
1: No. Not after the music quits. That's Unless it. something goes wrong and we improv. I've seen it happen. We,
0: if that happens, then we out. Um, so, yeah. not well, unlike...
1: Rand Paul himself, Rand Paul the Great, right? Rand Paul, right. the people's champion. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Not unlike Rand Paul himself <laughs> endorsing <laughs> Mit for Brains Romney. Yeah. When his father was still in the race. He was in, in the race. 2012.
0: And Rand Paul uh, threw his uh, insignificant amount of weight behind. For brains, Romney, yes,
1: not unlike that. That's that, and then he also tweeted out a picture of him getting vaccinated. Those (laughs) two instances, but more, 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 him endorsing Mitt Romney is when I uh, turned on Rand Paul, where I withdrew my support. Shall I say? Not that I ever, not that he ever had tons of support, but I just assumed, hey, this is Ron Paul's kid; he's got to be good, right? Right. Uh, similarly, when Alex jumped on what we will lovingly refer to as the Trump train. Yeah. That's when it started getting a little dicey. Yeah. It's when you, it's when you, you used to, before that you, you could say, yes, Alex, what he is saying is in our best interest. Right. As far as, uh, what would you call it? Freedom. Minded liberty minded stance, but past that, it was in supporting Trump's best interest, which sometimes aligned, right. But he would default to supporting Trump.
0: It seemed instead like of supporting liberty, right? It seemed like um, up up until Trump, it, he, he would basically the things he said. we, we knew his shortcomings. The things that he would say, um, the information that he had, which was good information, um, the things that he would, um, the things that he would say that would be quite questionable. Well, most of them were uh, personality based, right? Not like okay, uh, he's we're questioning what he's supporting as far as a, a policy decision or something that you know. Um, so that wasn't really ever the case. It was just more like, yeah, okay, you're going to kowtow to, you're going to bend the knee to anybody with any kind of mild celebrity. That's kind of your Achilles heel. You know, we get
1: that. And it's a temporary, temporary knee in that scenario. Correct. And it's, but it's, only, it was, it's pretty much only while it's happening. Right. Like it's not like he, it's not like you said uh, for two weeks after talking to Bruce Willis every single thing that Bruce Willis said is everything that I'm going to talk about for the next four years. Right. You know, totally different than what we saw once the Trump train. It
0: really took a turn. Now, was that the... Because that was the time. So I I had listened, like I said, f- to him for a number of years. I think it was between '03 and '04. I think, is when I first started uh, kind of listening to him. And then uh, what I... Got to the point where I was listening pretty frequently, pretty regularly, you know. Then, of course, um, like anything, you know, you just you, you, you get the gist of it. It took me about five years before I fully really kind of was fully on board, just because it took a lot of time to try to digest the kind of things that Alex would say, and not necessarily the what he would say as much as how he would say it. So th- that took a while for me to kind of go on board and say, "All right, yeah, no, this is this this cat's legit." And uh so then after that, you know, I, I would I would catch a show. Most I was pretty regular as far as catching a show, or at least catching skimming through, you know, uh some of the highlights if there are particular guests that I wanted to hear. Obviously I'd tune in for that for sure. Main thing I wanted to hear was those were those those nuggets, those golden nuggets that we talked about before in the previous episode, which is just those little kind of diatribes that he would go on for like, you know, ten, twenty minutes. Um where he would just have this complete and total clarity and just kind of break everything down. You're like, oh, my word, that's just awesome, because he would just nail it. And so I would listen to him, you know, pretty regularly, uh, trail off a little bit, and then when the Trump thing happened, that's when I actually just stopped listening to him altogether. And by that, I don't mean like I just was like, nope, I'm not going to listen to this this guy. It wasn't that. It was just... um, I, I couldn't deal with, um. I couldn't deal with the lapdog nature of him with Trump. I couldn't listen to it. It was just way too upsetting. And I I, I was like, okay, look, obviously this guy is going to do whatever he can. He's going to cover for Trump, whatever's going on. So I was like, okay. So I would still listen in uh, if I, you know, there'd be little clips that they put up on YouTube at the time until he was cut off of YouTube. But you know, I'd hear that, I'd see a different headline of you know, a different clips, and if you know, if it was something that I was interested in, then I would listen. But that's that was kind of the watershed moment. That was kind of the turning point for me. Was was with the Trump administration, and um, yeah, and his. Well, here's you know,
1: the proof of the pudding, which Alex would and and has denied it over and over and over that he changed, even though his listeners have commented multiple times because he used to be kind of obsessed with reading the comments. I don't know if he still is, but he'd read the comments and be like, they've said that I've changed. I haven't changed. I'm exactly. So, so basically here's the proof in the pudding. He like, like coming out of the matrix, like when Neo was trying to figure it all out and then he threw up and, you know, he couldn't get his mind around it, which is similar to watching the matrix for the first time. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Um, Alex uh, coined the phrase. In as far as I'm concerned, and maybe he didn't, but as far as I'm concerned, the left, the false left-right paradigm, right, and figure and, and opening as a conservative my whole life, Christian conservative. Not that I would say that I'm not that now, but what that has been portrayed to be, it isn't. <laughs> so the actual version of what that is, you know, I would be closer to them. But um, to, to find out that, wait a minute, you're telling me that all Democrats are, uh, aren't bad and all Republicans aren't good? That doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So coming out of that false left-right paradigm and seeing, you know, the real enemy versus left versus right. And then when the Trump train came into town mm-hmm. 2015, Early 2015, maybe. Yeah. I never in my life. Well, am I going to say that? But more and more, he started talking about the Democrats.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like when? When do you recall that? Because that was a huge thing, from what I recall, was you, you oh, know yeah. speaking about the evils of the Democrats. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you're you're he never the per- you're, about the Democrats. You're like the that. right. You're the person who. I mean, is Mr. It doesn't matter. Republican, Democrat. I don't I don't talk about Republicans or Democrats. And then all of a sudden he was. exactly,
1: yeah. And not even, didn't even really talk about conservatives or liberals. He, his whole point was that all of that is false. Right. <laughs> and then he not only went to conservative, liberal, which I think is a step back from Democrats or Republicans, he zoomed in to Democrats. <laughs> zoomed in on
0: Democrats, right.
1: <laughs> and let me tell you, let me see if we can name all of the good Republicans. All right, there we hit. There we did. We just named them all, <clears throat> so it's like you can't just right. you can't just harp on the Democrats because right. Uh, no,
0: and that was that was you know when when that happened, and then when was it? Because there was the thing, and I I did not hear this, but you're the one who told me that you heard it. Um, and this could have been maybe, but this might have been before Trump. But I'll ask you now: at what point? Roundabout did uh, Alex refer to Ron Paul oh
1: my as, Lord. It, as that term? It was, it was that term summer of 2015. So uh, it was, I was going to bring this up, too. Okay, called, so this
0: is this is this this was maybe during the, the campaign, maybe? During the, during, during the campaign. During the campaign. Okay, so Trump's campaign, 2015, uh, Alex Jones, on the Alex Jones show, I think. He already
1: has started defending Trump. Because right. people are going off on Trump, right. as well they should have been for the reasons that they were. Right. And I'm not saying that Trump is good or bad. I'm just saying he ain't Ron Paul. Right. <laughs> take right. away, take away all of politics and just do personality, and those are the two opposites of right. the spectrum right there. Right. 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 Because <laughs> the the one criticism we had with Ron Paul over the years was that he wouldn't. He was too much of a statesman. Right.
0: Right. Right. He didn't, he didn't, in other words, the, which is, the, which is right. not a
1: bad trait, not a bad personality trait, right. but a ineffective political trait.
0: Yeah. In other words, he didn't have, he didn't get worked up. Uh, like he would have the same, this is the thing that I, that that's, that I was to this day. I, I'm subscribed to every single freaking thing that Ron Paul has and God love him. I love him. Love him as a person. Um, I can't. I can't listen to him for very long, just because his emotional response and reaction to, um, you know, tort reform would be similar, if not exactly the same, to something as heinous as whatever you want to call it, like you know, abortion on demand or partial birth abortion, like any of the most kind of things. You're like, well, that's clearly terrible. Uh, He'll kind of, his his response is the same, and which is amazingly even-keeled and impressive his, on an, on his an emotional even level. Healed,
1: his even-keeled verbal response, not right. the way he feels about it.
0: Right, but his the way he presents, way he ex- way he presents it and expresses it would make yes. you believe that, well, he feels that to be no more of an issue than, uh, than these potholes. And I'm like, well, you know, potholes are bad, but... Uh, you know, um, so I just that was the only thing I would say with with uh, with uh, Senor Paul, which I which I who my love. That's it, and that's, that's it. about it. That's the only thing. That's the only gripe you can have about him because he's other than so, that, good lord. So
1: so Trump is the extreme opposite of that. He is going to attack with the with all of hell's fury, right? The smallest nothing, right? That ha- that happens uh, ten seconds after it happens. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, and then he referred to Ron Paul as quote a purist.
0: This is Alex Jones, not Donald Trump. <laughs> Alex
1: Jones, who you could say Ron Paul. I don't know if Alex made Ron Paul or Ron Paul made Alex, and I don't mean obviously Ron Paul was around, around long before Alex. Right, but but when Ron Paul came to nationwide yeah. fame, right, and he was on Letterman and all that, you know there's the big movement yep did Alex do that, or did Alex come to prominence because he covered Ron Paul during that? I don't know chicken of the egg on that one
0: I would yeah I mean I would think I would think both uh, certainly help each other along, but yeah, I mean just uh, to hear one that, way or another,
1: yeah. they were simpatico as far as right. what I thought, and that's when I was coming out of the whole thing it was two thousand nine, so right after Ron Paul. Yeah, revolution had yeah fully took swing, and then it kept going until through 2012, until Rand Paul endorsed the great Mitt Romney, the great <laughs> Republican.
0: Yeah, the great communicator. Yeah, yeah was- you know I, so that obviously was when I heard that I was like, whoa, okay, well that's. <laughs> That's a I need to st-
1: get off a, of this exit, please.
0: That, that's a little something else. Yeah. And uh so you know, that was really kind of the the beginning of the end of my kind of like, okay, I'm listening to you know, I'll be listening to Alex. Now, I'll tell I'll tell you one thing that uh that pretty much lasted the entire the entire four years. Of, and of before before
1: that, in 2011, if you remember this, Donald Trump spoke at CPAC yeah. and said, Ron Paul's unelectable, can't win, right? and got got booed off the stage.
0: Yep. Booed off the stage. And,
1: and I would have been, had I been there, I would have been one of the, the people booing. Yep. yep. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Absolutely. So when Donald Absolutely. Trump starts running for president, other than seeing his... We're not doing the the Trump uh, Am I right? Special right now, no. but other than seeing the um, Celebrity Apprentice episodes and how he treats people, <laughs> even even his closest confidants in the show. Yeah. Other than that, the number one thing I knew is that he was against Ron Paul. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm like, screw this guy. Yeah. Yep. He's yeah. the best out of all of them. I mean I'm, I'm not going for Jeb Bush, don't get me wrong. Right. I'm going for the big nobody.
0: Well, I think the thing, you know, and obviously of course Donald that <clears throat> that that same uh, that same idea of course was leveled was hurled at a sentiment was hurled at, at Trump. He's unelectable, obviously that could, that would never work. Blah, blah blah blah. Uh which of course turned out not to be true. But at the end of that first uh, well, first term, he's doing only one term. Uh, at the end of that, of his term, Trump's term, all of a sudden, uh, a little thing called, uh, uh, the branch Covidians, um, or cofefe happened. And, uh, and, uh, now, real 20, quick, 2020,
1: the branch Covidians and the Covidiates and the Kofefe's, I understand Covidian. I get that. Right. I, under, I understand, uh, Covidiots, but I don't understand Kofefe. Even though we've already released something with that in the title, (laughs) so Kofefe, explain that. Explain that for the folks listening. The
0: reason I, the reason I go for Kofefe is uh, twofold. One,
1: is that is that your own thing that you made up? Kofefe
0: is not a thing that I made up. Kofefe is, if you look it up, is a uh, thing that was tweeted by Trump. Uh, uh, and it was on, I think it was on Wikipedia well now. But it was in the heat that he tweeted, and people uh, thought it was like, okay, what in the world did he? So they're like, was that some sort of, obviously, it was some sort of a typo? We didn't really know what it meant. But it was C O V F E F E, cofefe And it was, uh, and you're like, I don't even know what happened. We assume it was just some sort of a, you know, mistyping or whatever. And, uh, but it was just caught on like this thing. So everybody latched onto it, whoever didn't like Trump. Well, this was back in twenty eighteen. So 2018, 2018, Thank you for explaining that. Twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, <laughs> sure. And then, uh, because it starts with Cove, um, and it's something that was basically created by Donald Trump. And I'm not saying uh, COVID was created by Donald Trump, but the vaccine was. That was uh, all on his Literally. watch. All on his watch. And uh, as Alex
1: would say, he literally created it.
0: Right. So uh, when I refer to it, I refer to it as Kofefe because I think of it as something that is uh, being brought in uh, under 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 the uh, the guidance of uh, Donald J. And, and it's uh, funny. And it's funny. So and now I, would, I understand why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know, and knowing is half the battle. Job. So, um, so oh, the great. thing that so, just cost us $35 <laughs> into perpetuity. And, uh, so, so the thing, so at the end of that thing, when Kofefe came around, uh, who, <laughs> Hey, guess, guess who I started listening to real quick. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. No. Um, <laughs> I, it was, uh, a, little, a, little, a little, it. <laughs> little dorm joke there. Sorry. Couldn't help myself. (laughs) But anyway, um, no, obviously that was Alex Jones, the person you want to know and hear their opinion about it was Alex. And, of course, the great thing about that was even though, uh, you know, from my my perspective, even though Trump was in office, Trump would eventually be the person to go Operation Warp Speed uh, into the gates of Hades itself um, and opened up all this nonsense. Uh, to the country, Uh, the other stuff that was going on because of it, uh, and the the governments across the world, including the United States, their response to it was so dramatic and so quick, and it it escalated so exponentially. uh, Alex didn't really have a whole ton of time. He still was covering for Trump at every turn. Uh, Anybody who would question his his decision-making. But there was just so much, so much, so many other things going on and going down so quickly that I could tune into Alex and not have to worry about the sycophantish nature of his relationship with Donald Trump at the time because he had so much other stuff to cover. And he's going to be one of the guys I'm going to want to hear. Um, I'm definitely going to want to hear their take on it. And,
1: you know, and well, let he, me play yeah. Let me play the Alex advocate to that. <clears throat> or no, the devil's advocate to Alex. Yes. Alex Abbott, it doesn't work Um, because this is not what that's (laughs) going to be. The four years in that four year gap, I switched over to David Knight, as I said in the last episode, because he was calling Trump for what Trump was doing and not what he hoped Trump was going to do. Right. Right. (laughs) And um, apparently there was a rift there. And then when uh, COVID hit, Everything hit. David Ike puts out his seminal piece on London Real about there is no virus. Right, the test is not testing for a virus. Dead on from March 18th on. Yep, and um, David Knight says 120,000 instead of 1.2 million or 12,000 or something. He misplaced the decimal point when he was recalling something and Mike Adams, the health ranger jumps down his throat oh, that's right. and, and, uh, denounces publicly David Icke. <laughs> for some reason he felt like he needed to send out an email saying, I denounced David Icke oh, for saying yeah. that there's no virus. Right. So, so David Knight and David Icke, I don't think they've, they've surely spoken, but I can't, I can't, think of any time when David Knight has interviewed David I. So we're gonna call them two different two different Davids. But Health Ranger goes after both of them.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> who it had it had been everyone is all on the same team up to that point. But when COVID hit, bam, yeah. fireworks everywhere. We yeah. lose the Health Ranger. Health yeah. Ranger goes hardcore, just wear the masks. This right. thing is terrible. It's way worse than they're saying it is. And Surely it can't be worse than they're saying it is because they're saying it's the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> right, right. <sighs> you know what I mean? Right. And, and and then a year, 18 months later, whatever, health manager comes out, apologizes for that, says, I was wrong. You guys were right. Okay, great. Yeah, But all that to say, Alex kind of rode the fence during all of that. Yeah. But he, he had all kinds of information. David and I had all kinds of information david ike had all kinds of information lord knows where he got it from and then john Rappaport too and then lately i don't know if you've noticed this but john Rappaport, this is this is a rabbit i'm tracing right now he hadn't been on there right and, and he is the number one proponent other than maybe david ike himself of the, there's no there's no virus, virus. right yeah <clears throat> and obviously the Obviously, the doctors that he he's heard say that and quoted are also right big proponents of it. But, but John Rappaport was the guy, to my knowledge.
0: The thing that I'll say, that, yeah, the thing that I'll say about um, Alex when it comes to that writing the fence part, um, Alex, see, I don't, and I see this is the way, and I think you and I might agree on this. I I don't think he's doing that. It, you know, this is again where all the the, the most lazy, ridiculous. Accusations are slung. Oh, he's doing it because he's, he's a shell. He's a paid a opposition. No, okay. Look, he, nope. he, he's a guy. He's a guy who he he pretty much wears his heart on the sleeve. He's not going to be a good poker player. He has no poker face. Right. Be a terrible shill. Yeah, he'd be not not a good one. And I, he, you know, it's like he works out. What he's thinking and what he believes on air,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying. So like, not to so, say that he
1: doesn't prepare what he's thinking, but no, he but he'll, he'll arrive. At, work it
0: right, he'll continue to evolve in what it is that he thinks, and so he'll hear somebody talk about. Well, it was clearly designed in a lab. See, we got these reports and blah blah blah. And when those people are on, Alex is like, yes, yes, uh, it's the thing, uh, right? And so and so said this, and uh, you know, he, then he. he like it brings to the surface like four or five or ten other thi- pieces of information that are that are already swimming around in his big brain and then somebody else comes along like david Ike whom for whom he has you know a great respect um and he says his piece and he's like yeah I mean that's, that just makes sense wow I mean bombshell news you know and then he'll, <laughs> but it's like and it's like he's He's like working it out as he's going, and he he's and on fire. So, well, it's like every David single Mike is
1: really on fire.
0: Like he, but it's like he's as he's going, he's he's seeing the the you know the pieces. But it did, uh, and then he kind of gets swayed by each guest that comes on.
1: But and it, then he had Judy Mikevics on, and after that, he said that's probably the best interview I've ever done in my life, and she is number one proponent for no, there is no virus, <laughs> no virus. Mm-hmm. And he's the exact opposite, so right. the best interview he's ever done in his life <laughs> right is with somebody who is the opposite of what he believes, although while listening to him interview you would think that he agreed with every single thing
0: yeah no and but uh,
1: I'm not actually, saying I'm not saying Alex, if you're listening, which I know you're not <clears throat> but not you this. Right, no, not right now I am not saying that I am any better than you are because I am not right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. We gotta point we gotta put something out here. I mean, Somebody's gonna say it. Come
0: on. Um come on, come on folks. So yeah, I mean, you know, I the thing is uh it seems like he's definitely swung towards that that end. Um of being I think he's pretty much solidly now in the camp of No, there's definitely a there's definitely a thing. Um, it definitely affects people in a specific, unique way that we haven't seen before. Um,
1: oh, yeah, he said that he got it and it felt like a gorilla was on his chest and it almost killed his dad. Right, yeah. And I don't know yeah. how you'd know that something almost killed somebody. But I guess so, you could just say that it was bad.
0: Uh, right, I mean, there was something and else. there was the test...
1: Was- the test don't work how do you know that that was that you have no idea here's the
0: thing when there was one other thing and I, this this i i can't remember i don't remember exactly what it was but there was something not all that terribly long ago after all of these years you know whatever 16 plus years whatever that i've been listening to him um all of the things that people say, "Oh, he's this, he's that, and this is what explains it and I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. I, there are questionable things um, you know, and then not to mention of course, the whole thing with uh, with David Knight and then him letting him letting David Knight go a week before Christmas about ten days. It was about the fifteenth or so of December. The great David Knight the great David Knight and uh, which uh, subsequently, I got a chance to speak with, and uh, if you ever listen to The David Knight Show, um, uh, the intro of The David Knight Show is a little voiceover by yours truly, and Capitan. Um,
1: I it was on Capitan. Uh, <laughs> Never mind, that's it.
0: <laughs> Using free speech to free minds. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Anyway, that's, that's my, that's me. I, uh, I... Went ahead and did that for the great David Knight. Um, and, he, and I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging at all. I'm just saying. That's just what it is. Anyway, so, uh, so you know, him doing his own thing and, and uh, you know, getting, getting back on the air relatively quickly after that, getting his support and uh, uh, check him out. He's on five days a week, 8 a.m. Central. Um, I'm pretty much checking him out most mornings. Uh, I'm checking uh, with David Knight and – um great stuff and so there was I mean that was unfortunate and I and I didn't you know again just from a character perspective I'm like yeah okay I see that I don't see him I don't see there wasn't anything that I have heard or seen from Alex Jones over all these years that I would say would be a serious contender to make me believe potentially that he is under the influence and controlled by some outside force until, um, and this, this specific the specific thing of it, I don't even recall. But you told me something that he said on air, and it was a few months back, and he said something, and and I was just like, oh it wasn't just like okay the the standard i'm you know i'm going to cover for trump or i'm going to do this other thing and whatever celebrity thing and whatever. other whatever personal failings and whatever that is he said something and it was it was just i couldn't even it was like that was completely 180 and and i'm like i don't even know I, like that that was the first time i'm going I might, I might even consider that notion. Up to that point, I would not have, because it wasn't really enough. There was not enough for me to really consider it. I wish I could remember what it was, uh, but it was something really, really crazy.
1: I remember that, but I don't remember what it was, but I remember that happening.
0: Yeah, and I just, I was like, okay, that, that does not make sense. It does not compute at all. That
1: makes for... Her- Makes for horrible content for this program. It makes but.
0: for a not good, <laughs> not good content. I wish I would have, but I, I had just thought of that now. It's Not documented. Um, and I, I, but you remember that conversation, and you oh, told I do. me, and I was like, "Okay, that does not make any sense at all." Really, I mean, he, it goes against, and it, it wasn't just the fact that it, something where he just changes his mind. It's, it was something that seemed like, okay, you're. If you say something like that perpetually, then you're you're trying to sway an entire big old chunk of people into a different direction, and that's not something that <laughs> I would ever think you would do ever. And so that was very, very shocking. Um, and then I found out uh two minutes before we started recording. That uh, you just told me so you just told me something that I did not know that between between our last show and this show, you you heard Alex Jones uh, on two different uh, episodes, one with Tim Poole, I think, and one with Cernovich. Was it Cernovich? No.
1: No, it was the same episode. They're both in there together. Oh, they're both in there, okay.
0: With Tim Pool and Cernovich. And then you said <clears throat> something to me right before we went on air. What was that? Come on. me. <laughs> the inquiring minds want to know. We, got, we can't... Uh...
1: Well, this, this brings up one of my other points and it just flows right into it, which is when Alex has somebody in studio and typically this happens in the fourth hour. It used to happen more than anything with, with Owen Schroyer, but he would do it to David Knight. He'd bring him in the fourth hour and Owen handled it like a champ because it's almost like he, he knew his place. Right. But most of the guests in there don't view them, view, view that as their place. But he just would turn the entire thing into one gigantic, non-funny joke, interrupting fest. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the, the guest would be trying to say something. He'd be like, yeah, but uh, you're racist. (laughs) I mean, just the whole entire time interrupting them and trying to be funny. And he did it with Leanne McAdoo a lot. Anybody in the fourth hour that was, that was actually in the studio. Right. (laughs) He just treated it like, all right, it's recess time. Let's be, let's be stupid here. Right. Right. And then the other thing that we talked about is that he, he'll, he'll, um, I don't know what the right word is cow maybe mm-hmm. to whoever it is he's interviewing. So if it's Tim Poole and Cernovich, Cernovich is going to say something, and then Alex is going to say something, and then Cernovich is going to say, "You know what? I kind of it's not really that. It's really this." And Alex is like, "No, no, 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 no! I totally agree with you, right. <laughs> even though he said the opposite of what he said." Right. <laughs> and then and then he'll be like. <clears throat> You know, I think we need to go do some mushrooms or something like this. And I was like, "Yeah, we need to go do some mushrooms." And I'm just kidding. It's a family show, folks. <laughs> yeah, let's let's. Uh... He just goes to the nth degree of whatever it is of whoever's talking about anything. Right, right. And it's like you know that he's uh, leaving the second this thing goes off and going and getting, right. getting drunk it. and high on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody knows any, nobody knows this much about something like that. It doesn't do it. Right. <laughs> you know, but, well, um, yeah, just, just, ju- just the way that he, it's kind of like what you said, like he doesn't have to, Play second fiddle to any of these people. No, he doesn't have to agree with them. Just make your point. Tim Pool made his point, and Tim Pool said, "You know what? I don't, I don't smoke or drink, so I don't know what you're talking about." Right. <laughs> he didn't and say, "Oh, you know what? You know, yeah." Let's. Uh, uh, but I mean,
0: <clears throat> one of the, yeah, one of the <clears throat> biggest pieces of uh, one of the well one of the, one of the biggest points of respect that I have for Tim Tim Pool is the fact that he has always been that way. Not just the fact that he doesn't drink or smoke. It's the fact that he holds his opinion and it doesn't really matter who it is. He'll, he'll, uh, well, okay. He goes, well, that's not really, really what I think. The way that I think is this way. And people will be like, well, kind of, you know, kind of taken aback to the fact that he would, you know, blatantly disagree with somebody. But it's, but it's, and that's the way to have good content. That's the way to have good conversation and back and forth. And he goes, well, I, I feel this way about it. And, uh, and
1: Alex will spend a week talking about how he gave up alcohol and doesn't drink anymore and then get on with somebody and they'll be passing around hard liquor and he will be totally plastered by Oh yeah, 30 minutes in. And you're like, mm-hmm. this is the guy who was praying on air the other day and saying, thank you, God, for helping me <laughs> Yeah. not – drink anymore or whatever
0: so uh, like, here's here, so here, here's an interesting thing this is one of the things that i, I kind of wonder about obviously he has had a and you could tell this just from his personality right you could tell he had a, a, rel- a relatively colorful past
1: okay. you don't even have to you don't even have to tell it from his personality he talks about it all the time
0: he does but he didn't talk about it as in depth as he did Last maybe I don't know how long ago it was year 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 and a half two years, uh, is where he started. Well, at least that's the first that I he heard started about getting it. Into it. Well, when he started talking about the abortions, he'd he'd yeah he'd gone you know paid for or whatever take the, took the girl to.
1: But he he would say that he would he would go out with his girlfriend and then she would take him to a a satanic indoctrination oh. <laughs> uh, eyes wide shut party. You're like, well, that's not a typical backstory. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's things going on. No, no wonder that he uh, knows about some of this stuff. If that really did happen to him,
0: now that one is you know? a new one to me. I can't say that I've ever heard that one.
1: He's he said that conservatively twenty times.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Told that story, or told, mentioned, alluded to that.
0: So that's. So that's something. But mm-hmm. anyway, I think I think uh <laughs> I think that it's you know, when you when you go through when you go through uh when he when he started kind of unloading about stuff like the abortion and you know, the uh satanic rituals, I think it's one of those things where where it could have been where he is he is being he was in the process of being or attempting to be blackmailed right because there's plenty to choose no. from in that in that back catalog of his <laughs> and he goes you but know he, what he, you know what he, let me
1: once you once you air it out publicly there's right. nothing then right
0: then you don't have anything on him so right. that that tended to be kind of the thing that i thought was going on in those situations obviously i don't know that yeah. But,
1: well, I'm also a OK with someone owning up to, oh yeah, stuff like that. Absolutely, I mean that's the best thing you could possibly do.
0: Yeah, particularly somebody in his situation. If if you're in the if you're in the position of of an Alex Jones, where everybody and you know they're going to do whatever they can to to potentially silence you, depending on what what it is that you're revealing. Um, yeah, I mean. And I think you know when it comes to the things like nine eleven um you know this again, this goes back to that whole concept that you know well he's just you know he's he's controlled opposition he's he's doing this particular thing I'm like yeah if no that's Glenn Beck um that's you know that's probably, and I don't think he's controlled opposition, but you know if you're going to go down that the person who the person who plays that role would be someone like Stephen Crowder. And I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he says you heard it he, here first. He says the same things that a controlled opposition person would say. He condemns the same things that a person who is controlled opposition condemns. Right? Like I'm not going to go down that road of of nine eleven inside job. I'm not a I'm not a whack job. That's yep. something that you know.
1: I, th- I think anybody who that's that's, that's why Aaron Rodgers didn't make our T-shirt available. Uh, photos right. Shop. Photos
0: and photos. Yes.
1: Because yeah. he said, I'm not a flat earther right. or a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> right. I just didn't want to take the vaccine. That's why Kyrie Irving did make the shirt.
0: Yeah, he did. Um, he gets his own shirt. Um, <laughs>
1: he, got, he's, he got two shirts.
0: That's right. Uh, That's how good he is
1: at basketball.
0: <laughs> I think, you know, so I think anybody who really points you away from 9-11, which is, which is kind of the the key, right? the unlocking mechanism uh, to get you headed in that right direction, down that right path of seeing things how they truly are. So if, you know, if if the goal was, well, he's a controlled opposition, again, like we said last episode, not a good idea. Because whatever opposition is out there, you're talking about millions and millions strong of people who are like, nope, totally false, and... Speaking on that front, we had a pretty, pretty cool thing. I want to say it was William Hurt, um, who just came out um, not that long ago. I found out about this on David Knight, um, that William Hurt came out uh, speaking about...
1: you got to finish that sentence.
0: Um Basically, sub- come out. Sub- <laughs> we'll take that clip. That's, Let's, that's it. it. Let's just take that. Let's isolate that soundbite. William Hurt came out on David Knight. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> good God. Uh, <laughs> that's just, that just ain't right at all. Um,
1: use, use that clip to promote this episode. <laughs> Alex Jones, am I right? <laughs> William Hurt came out on David Knight, <laughs> and believe me,
0: David, believe me, David was not happy. Um, no, uh, he, I think I'm, i just, I think I sent that one also to you, but basically oh, you he, did. he it came magnificent. He he came out saying that he was in support of. There's a new, like I guess it's a film or something like that that's happening with, um. Uh, architects and engineers for 9 eleven truth
1: which is one of the greatest organizations for 911 truth that i've seen and one of the most boring
0: yes very true
1: one of the 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 most factual and least compelling <laughs>
0: <laughs> right well compelling but yeah i would say yeah it doesn't it, yeah compelling
1: you're no one's going to just just like all of all of my uh vaccine information yep. that i can give to people they're not going they're not going to read my uh 200 pages of notes on why not to take the vaccine with all of the specific sightings that are right that will definitely be a slam dunk case to not do it they're going to listen to me say three sentences about it so they better be three good sentences that's what the nine eleven architectures. What is it?
0: Architects and engineers. Architects. Yeah,
1: yeah. They've got mounds and mounds of pure, yeah, factual, yep, yeah, hard evidence. But loose change is what's going to do it.
0: William Hurt, unspeakable, is the name of the. That's the name what of the it is. Unspeakable 9 eleven uh, truth.
1: And um, that thing. It seemed like it was like. He's using those guys and their information, but making something that's compelling.
0: I would hope so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, William Hurt, quote, Why did I wait so long? My inability to believe that my government could have betrayed the families of those killed that day by not giving them the first thing they owed, the truth. Um, so, yeah. That
1: one sentence is the key to everything. Yeah. Realizing that the government... Could have done that.
0: And that's the thing. That's where the normalcy bias comes in, and that's why it's just such a great, I mean, such an amazingly effective tool uh, in keeping people in the dark. If you don't believe that, then you're not going to believe. I mean, every single thing that follows uh, is just par for the course. If you start at that point, and you know that that's a possibility, and you know that that's something that they're capable of, well, then... (laughs) <laughs> then you go, Well, what else could they do? Oh, a lot worse. So so that's you know, that was such a big thing. So all that to say, when it came to the idea that Alex is, well, he's a controlled opposition. No, no, I, I I I to this day I, I still don't think that. Um, the the nine eleven thing just in and of itself, unless it was just a horrible miscalculation. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we'll just have this guy go ahead and this Alex guy. i will just let him. He'll dig his own grave eventually. And they just figured he wouldn't be as effective. I don't know, but uh, I, I don't really think that. Only recently have I <laughs> have I had kind of second thoughts of saying the one thing that he did say, and I wish I could remember it. But it was just, it was enough after all these years, and just kind of just listening to him that I go, mm, that might that that's, that's, that's a little suspicious to me, but um, I, you know, I still don't have, I still don't have that kind of evidence to, to, you know, level that kind of an accusation. I I would need more. uh, Yeah. And I
1: heard him. There's two things that go along those lines. One, he plays this lengthy, uh, I don't even know what you call them. The things in between segments where commercials go, but he just talks and says something. So it's like a, a, little bitty mini rant slash piece yeah, on something. Yeah. Right. He does this amazing one on face masks and how they're, he says, the fa- the the globalist face diapers are a sign of slavery. And it just, it's just like, you know, a minute long of all the re- all, everything that the face mask symbolizes and how terrible it is. And you should never wear it. You should not comply. It ends with non-compliance, non-compliance, non-compliance then you go to InfoWarsStore.com and you can get yourself an InfoWars face mask. Right. <laughs> now, the reason for that is because before we were all totally 100,000% against face masks, he probably ordered 10,000 of them. Right. That's why it's still on the store. But listen, Alex, cut your losses and take them off the friggin' store. Right. Take them off. Or repurpose them as toilet paper or something, but, right. but don't sell face masks, period. Especially if you're saying, don't wear a face mask. Because he used to say, well, you shouldn't wear it, but if you have to, make sure you're advertising InfoWars or start a conversation. No, you don't have to. Don't comply. Don't wear a face mask. And yep. also, don't try to sell them on Alex. Number two, today, this is one of the things that made me so mad, too, that I'm remembering it now. Yep. Which is not good. Because <clears throat> we're almost out of time. but against a heartbreak. <laughs> no, he said, no, yeah, he, he's agreeing. Cernovich is talking about not taking the vaccine, but maybe it's okay because if you're, he says something to the lines of, and I'm not saying I'm for or against Cernovich, but he says something along the lines of he has obese friends. So maybe the vaccine is right, the right choice for them because they're at a higher risk of dying for COVID because they're obese. I'm like, you friggin' idiot. That's <laughs> absurd. right? And Alex goes, well, yeah, yeah, it, 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 there is, it does, uh, the vaccines do work well for three to four months, but then they, but then they, uh, they, they don't work as well anymore. So I just tell everyone not to get it. I'm like, you have not ever said that to my knowledge if that's the reason you're telling people not to get it then all of the other reasons for the last year that you've told not pe- people not to get it <laughs> you're saying are not the the actual reason right oh like, you've got to be kidding me you just said that but the reason you just said that is cuz you don't want to disagree with your your right. friend who's sitting right there and or, it's which and is it, right one of the things that gets my goat
0: it really does and again this is the the point that, that we keep coming back to he is the tip of the spear. You know what? As as much as these other people, I may agree with these other people more uh, in the freedom movement um, anymore. Uh, as much as he's, you know, I'm way more aligned with other people than I am with Alex. Um, it, it's just it's one of those things when when all of the stuff started going down. Uh, first place I went, Alex Jones. Yep. Uh, first place I'm going is Alex Jones um he he has sources that others don't Um he, he has not just the sources but his overall understanding of things after having studied it for so many years he is well his, his
1: internal uh, database yeah is vast
0: uh, he's been collating things in his mind for so many years um that uh, he he is just a wealth of information, and and uh, when it comes to what he thinks might be happening, um, I put him up there with you know against anybody. He's the first place that I would go when these things kind of when kind of things are happening. Again, does it mean that I believe absolutely everything he says and I agree with everything? No, um, but he is a a, a great resource,
1: and clearly we both still listen to him, yeah, fairly regularly.
0: I, Often. yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, for, for me, it's, it's, you know, when I, when I go, you know, he's got the different, whatever, band the video, uh, site, um, uh, Odyssey, or actually bit shoot, um, between those three, I'll, you know, I'll catch a headline of whatever it is I think particularly that I want to, I want to listen to, um, and, uh, and you know, I like to
1: listen to the whole show because I need a good 45 minutes of advertisements. Well, who don't? don't Well,
0: well, who don't, really? Come on. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, well, that's another. We could go off for another hour on that. Um, One other thing,
1: (laughs) exactly on this exact thing we're talking about right now your David Knights and your Aaron Dykes's, and your, uh, is that how you say that? Aaron (laughs) Dykes's? They're going to have inside information. Yeah. After being there, that justifies i'll say justifies steve how should i say uh justifies um the way that they talk about alex sure that we don't have right but even with that inside information and and that i assume that the crew that constantly gets berated has that information as well (laughs) right (laughs) right but uh That's even with all of that, he's still the go, the go to. Yeah, no, absolutely, and and we're not saying that that information is not valid. No, But we are saying that it's also not enough to cancel.
0: No, uh, as and- Glenn
1: Beck said, if Infowars said it,
0: yeah, discard it immediately. <laughs> Discarded. <it. laughs> Old Becca Dick Donald, um, yeah. I mean so the thing is with when it comes down to it with Alex Jones he is the tip of the, look here's the bottom line he is the tip of the spear he is uh infowars is still it uh I don't know how long it will be but woke me up yeah woke us all up everybody uh, 95% of everybody at least who was awake today was either directly or indirectly made that way because of Alex Jones or David Icke one of those two and uh they're the ones that um really kind of brought this along. And so uh, that respect has to be there. And like I said, he doesn't need to, you know, he he's not second-filled anybody, like you said. Uh, he's on, you know, Crowder. He's on uh, Drew Schultz's podcast. He's on all the different people. Uh, Tim Pool. Because they have followers now and following, I think the saddest thing for me to watch is is when I see him on those shows, when I see him on these other broadcasts. The insecurity is so, so on display. It's so on display. That's what it is right there. And it's so sad because if he only understood, if he only himself could realize and clearly see the position that he has and the power that he has, the influence that he has, um, he says that he's the tip of the spear, that Infowars is the tip of the spear, but he does not believe it. If he did, he would not act in such a manner.
1: He uh, doesn't go right. on there as Alex Jones. he goes on there as some person that you don't recognize while he's on there,
0: and you know they uh,
1: wanted Alex Jones when they booked him,
0: and they the highest the highest views they ever get is when he's on there yep. and uh
1: now coast to coast was the only one that was different, right, yep, that's true.
0: I think he just too tired. I yep. think he was it's just too-, too he was just too tired <laughs> <laughs> he's like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, so, um, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> like, woke him up to get in. Oh, oh, what? Coaster. Oh, go coast, coast. Yeah, okay. And he stumbled in and, and just was too exhausted. It's like, I'm just going to say my piece. And it's just very even keel and, you know, uh, making all these points. But it was nothing like his personality. It was just so funny to listen to him on, on, on Coast because it was just, a, it was like a 180, really. And, uh,
1: but, uh, so that's it was the, like an extract. It was an Alex Jones extract. It was an extract.
0: It was a concentrated dose of yeah. uh, of the pure, the purest form of his of his intelligence.
1: none of none of that fourth hour filler,
0: yeah. right? And that was really the thing. And I think that's to me that um, when you see him on these other places and, and you see how he, it's like, they, look, just forget forget these people. They want you. I really wish he would believe it himself enough to the point where he would just say ta ta to all these other people in the way that he, in the way that he interacts with them because it's 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 heart-wrenching to be honest with you i've i've seen him for so many years and seen how he's risen to become kind of a kind of a household name from complete obscurity and sticking with his guns and becoming that household name and then even after achieving that it's like he still can't find like that's still not there for him i mean that 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 part of it is there but the but the the satisfaction of knowing that that's where he's at it's not there like it's it it still eludes him it seems and that's very sad because you 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 see what he's done and i know what he's done for me and for you and for a number of other people that I know and I see what a positive effect that he's had on their lives so many lives from the work that he's done and it's it's very very uh very frustrating to see and it's it's very it's very sad and um the 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 main thing that the the thing that I always like i said i'll I'll sign off with again is that the only way that I know to kind of I would not say give homage to him, but just to say that um, Alex Jones, um, for all of his flaws, um, has done more for uh, the freedom of people uh, than most anybody uh, over the past twenty years, and um, for that, for and that, the negative,
1: the negative that you're getting from us is coming from people, two guys who love him. Yeah. Not from people who hate him because he gets nothing negative stuff from people who hate him all the time. That's not what this is. Right. Obviously we listen to him. Yeah.
0: And you know, <laughs> you have to, yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's just having that, that honesty, right? It's the honesty of saying, look, we're not, <laughs> we're not blind. We're not deaf. Well, obviously we see what's going on. We, we you know, you don't have to be a psychoanalyst to, to understand, some of the some of the issues that he's dealing with. And um, you know, when it when it when it all comes down, the main thing that I really, really dislike, and this is what I found, and I mentioned this in the first episode,
1: is Steve, having, got it.
0: <laughs> the thing that really bothers me is the when we're talking with people who are what you would want to call Well, we're in the truth movement, whatever that whatever that you consider that to be. If you bring up he's such a pariah. If you if you bring up his name, it's like you have to have a qualifier. There has to be an explanation. As you feel the pressure. You can feel the tenseness in the room when you say his name in anything for any other reason other than to kind of dismiss or chuckle at and i really don't have any part of that, So for me um i don't I don't have to justify to anybody for anything that I say, of course, but I'm certainly not going to do it to feel like I have to justify why I would listen to Alex Jones. Well, the fact is um he has been one of the best sources of for information over the past twenty years, and he continues to be and um do you have to sift through a bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff? Do you have to kind of uh, filter filter out a lot of crap uh, from time to time when listening to him? Yeah, yeah, that does happen. But
1: you know what? You don't really have to on Infowars dot com. No, it is a compilation
0: right. of
1: all of the news from other sources, and then are also articles written by them. But I mean, that's legit, right? That that's where you go.
0: Yeah. And uh, so, I wanted to close out our trilogy of uh, and our our trilogy of shows of Alex Jones. Am I right? Come on, this guy um, wanted to close it out with that and say, uh, Alex Jones, love you. Um, and we, I, I do pray for him. I, I pray for him and, and his family. That he is uh, has protection, and um, you know, I do wish him all the best because there's no way that I could ever repay um, all that I have gained because of him. And you know, there's always this thing. I remember um, my wife. You always have that special place, and he he'll always have that place uh, in, in my heart with me. My wife, when we were when we were dating, her family uh, had some issues. With us dating, I'll put it that way. And uh, (laughs) when I came to Houston, uh, one of her cousins, her first cousins, um, knew that I was in town, knew that we were dating, and he decided to take me out to uh, an Astros game. And it was Enron Field at the time. Told you a little bit how far back that went. (whistles) Anyway, went to Enron and a beautiful field, just relatively new. And he took me out hung out, watched the game, chatted, got to know each other. Um, from that moment on, uh, that cousin has got a free pass from me. And whatever whatever happens with everybody else, um, that I appreciate, and I will always appreciate what he did. He did not have to do that, but he went out of his way to show that act of kindness to me in welcoming, welcoming me into the family, at least putting on a welcoming face and doing doing his part. And I think with Alex for me you know unless there's something that kind of shows hard evidence that he's you know uh, working for the reptoids um, you know unless you have unless you have that um, even if you have that, uh, it doesn't change the fact that my life was changed dramatically for the better because of the work that he did. And so uh, that I will not uh, ever apologize for and that I am very, very grateful for. And to you, Alex, I say, um, Godspeed, all the best, and God bless to you. And, um, yeah. So that's it for us here on... uh, Bob Chapman, your take? (laughs) That's my take. That's my Bob Chapman. Um, Mode, any final thoughts on on Mr. Senor Jones before we leave.
1: So you're, you are, or you are not saying that he's a reptoid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I can't say either way. I can't speak to that. I was speak. in and out, I I was in and out on that, that, that,
1: last, uh, that last little bit, but I did hear that you definitively know that he's a reptoid or something like
0: I that. I did. I did say that. Yes, that's true. Right.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify before we sign off here.
0: I can't speak to that, Alex. <laughs> but,
1: ah, the uh, body,
0: uh, Jesse, the Jesse, the body, making it, making it happen. But, uh, I've
1: been to all fifty states.
0: <laughs> that that he has, and uh, no. But any 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 parting salvo you have for our for the for the listening audience concerning Alex Jones.
1: Uh, uh, you woke me up, and now. I am awoke.
0: <laughs> Good Lord, that's terrible. You don't want to be woke?
1: <laughs> no, I'm awoke.
0: Oh, awoke. Way better.
1: If they're going to make up a word. I can make up one, too.
0: <laughs> I can make up one just as easily as they can. Come on.
1: I can make up one just as terrible, but adding a syllable.
0: <laughs> well done. Well done, my friend.
1: <laughs> All right. Bonus, shop.
0: That's store, actually and photos.com. Exactly. Uh, hey folks, don't forget to remember not to forget. We can't continue this broadcast without your financial support while continuing to be unvaccinated continually. So be sure to visit us at what the h.show where you can find all the options to contribute to the what the H show mode.
1: You can't comply your way out of slavery.
0: <laughs> That's right. Stop it. Stop it. Non-compliance is the only path to victory. Fare thee well, my friends. freak.
1: Thank you, Steve Pacinic.